0: so today i wanted to talk about the sum of the parts um basically you know how the little things add up to make the big thing i spoke about this i think two weeks ago where i was talking about daily activities and how that maps to the the bigger goal so your bigger goal might be to make money off this music thing right that's your end goal that's your end point what are you doing on a daily basis to get there right and a lot of the people i talk to see that as an opportunity to come up with this amazing huge plan to just mess up the industry right we're going to be making millions we're going to be making hundreds of thousands off of this one idea right and i have like it happens it happens that you get a, a lucky break and all of a sudden a huge amount of money comes your way that ha- it happens in life we call that a windfall right and it's okay for you to be gunning for that. I gun for that every single day. But knowing that I can make money and I can sustain myself by knowing which avenue I can exploit makes a huge difference because that there is money that is very, very realistic. Let me give you an example. My royalty money. When I first started generating airplay in 2013 or 14 and I got my first phone call, the phone call from Samra to say, we need to verify your details, there's some money that's owed to you, we'll pay it in three days, we just need your your confirmation of bank account or something like that. So I sent the stuff through, lo and behold, a couple of days later, I got paid money, right? My first money wasn't a lot, must have been, it was, I think it must have been maybe 3k. That was the first royalty payment I had. And this, mind you, was maybe six months worth of work, or maybe a year worth of radio play. I think it was about a year worth of radio play um uh and T V stuff and T V play. So it amounted to three K, which is not a lot considering you know, I've got things I needed to pay. Lucky for me I had a day job, so it didn't really affect me that much. But what I thought to myself was if I can make three, I can make six. If I can make six, I can make ten. Ten can become twenty, twenty, and so on and so forth. Right? So that's exactly what I did. I continued to make music. I continued to try and get as much airplay, T V play, as much play in general as I could And the following year, it went up, it must have gone up to anywhere in the 10s, between 10 and 20k. In the following year, this was 2016. 2017, which was last year was great. I mean, I think it went up to maybe 34, maybe 35 could have been more. This is just off royalties, right. Um, And then this year, I've already surpassed all of that put together. Um, but again, it's just because it's the sum of the parts. I started off with three, and now I'm way beyond 30, and it's only because I started off somewhere. It was a small thing, and from there, it spiraled, right? That was the one time when it happened to me. The other time was with building networks. Long ago, when I used to just sit on Twitter. I would just sit on Twitter for two hours, and I know people like, well, why the hell would you waste that much time? I wasn't wasting time. And I didn't see it as wasting time. I sat there and I strategically just contacted people. And, I, and I've started doing it recently now and it's brought in quite a bit of business. I'm, I'm actually surprised it still works. Hit up a couple of people and I'll say, look, I dig the track that you did. And I'll talk about the track. I'll say, you know, there are these lines that really stood out for me. I really liked what you did with the kicks over there and this and that. And then they'll reply and say, "Oh, that's that's dope. It's nice that you reached out." And I'll be like, "Hey, I'm a music producer as well. I mean, I do offer mixing and mastering service. Here's some of my work," and that's like I've had a couple of people hit me up and say, "Hey, dude, I saw your message. Um, I heard your stuff, and I actually like it. I'm I want to use I want to use your. I want to use, um, uh, use your services for my next project." And that was me just doing small things here and there, hitting people up, and I'm getting more business, right? Now what I've started to do is and this is a tip just a quick tip on on Instagram there's a lot of people that are doing sponsored posts and I'm sure it's getting annoying and you probably you probably sit with your friends and you think to yourself man this is so annoying why the hell are people um, you know they're trying to promote their bad songs what can I do to block this right I took a different approach and I was like these are people that I feel their music is not good enough, right? Let me see how I can manipulate the situation and possibly at the end of the day come out um, a bit happier. So every single time I'm scrolling through my Instagram timeline and I see some song from some up-and-coming artist, I'll listen to it. I'll give my feedback. I'll hit them up. I'll send them a personal message because they've spent money. I'll send them a personal message saying, look, I dig the track. I like this and this and this and this and that. These are the services I offer. What that does is it usually either garners a thank you, which is enough for me because I've done a little bit, I've done my service to the industry, or the person will follow me because now they're interested. They're like, why the hell did this person take time out of their day to give me feedback? Or they'll hit me up and we'll go the whole nine yards and they'll be like, dude, I want you to work on my next track. You see, all all off of a message. And this is what's happened. I mean, it's been happening for a while now. And um I believe again it's some of the parts it's the small little things that you do now that are going to end up working in your favor later on down the line um another example is mixing and mastering my mixing and mastering i saw in the last 30 day b challenge that there were a few points where people would hit me up and be like hey dude can i get some help with this and that, that. and honestly i'm not comfortable with my mixing and my mastering yet and i'll tell you why when i first started out D-Mania will tell you that the first track that we ever put out um, it will never be heard by, I hope it will never be heard by anybody. But it sounded terrible. It was, it was just, it was nonsense. I don't know what I thought I was doing, but I was just doing trial and error. I'd read a couple of things, more trial and error. I'd watch a couple of videos, more trial and error. And then when I opened up my studio in 2015, it was more of the same. I got people in, but not too many people, people that I could trust, people that I spoke to who were artists and wanted to record. And I said, bear with me as I learn and as I learned, my mixes got better. The more of that I did, the better my mixes got. The prices of my my services back then were very, very cheap. And the people that are still working with me now, some of them were working with me back then. I didn't charge them that much. And for them sticking with me, we've kept we've kept the rates at the same place because they were there as I was learning. And I improved and I improved and I improved and I improved. And I, improved. And I was like, this is actually not so difficult. And I improved and I improved and I improved. And each day, And even now, I still do it. I'll try and learn something new. Even if it's a quick YouTube video, even if what I read there, what they're doing is absolute nonsense and I don't uh, believe in it, all I'm doing is reaffirming what it is that I have learned before, which is perfectly fine as well. I don't mind that. So there's that constant learning. A little bit here, a little bit here, a little bit here, and that's helped me improve my work. It got to a point where last year when uh, Blacklist needed someone to work on a track, in terms of the mixing and the mastering, um, he was happy to have me work on a track that he was working on with Casper, which is great, because then what that does is it means that I'm ready to be trusted with that kind of work. It helps for my confidence, and then obviously it helps for my um, my resume to say, look, I've handled their vocals before. I've handled one of the biggest hip hop artists in this country's vocals before. I can say that, that goes onto my name. And from there, I just continue to build, right? I know I'm nowhere near where I need to be, but I just continue to build and I continue on and continue on. So again, it's the sum of the parts. It's never going to be magic bullet. I get one feature with so-and-so and and all of a sudden it's Christmas time and everything's going really, really well, right? Um, yeah. So with regards to me having built my networks, with regards to me having made some money and with regards to me learning my trade, it was the same with, with beat making, the whole mixing and mastering story. It was the same with the beat making. With regards to all of those things, it's always been the sum of the parts that have gotten me the prize at the end of the day. It's always been. Grind slowly and all of a sudden, you know, it feels like all of a sudden, but it's quite tough. So now um, uh, I can't mention who it is that I am. Uh, uh, well, one or two of the features that I'm I'm working on at the moment, um, whether they're going to be successful or not, I have no idea. But for me to have gotten in the same room as this person and sat down with them to um, even discuss this is a huge thing. And the only thing that would have got me to that point is the 30 day beat challenges. That is it. I did one last year. That was the first one where I used the hashtag 30 day beat challenge. Then I think I did another one um, that one went just beyond thirty days. Um, and then at some point, I wanted to do like a like a fortnight challenge or something like that. That didn't work out so well. And then I did this previous one now where I did a thirty day, straight up thirty day beat challenge. I tried to you know make as much hype around as possible. And very, very quickly, I've gotten like eight or nine very, very prominent features, a lot of them by the same artist, but it's okay. I've gotten a lot of features lined up off of those beats. I've also learned a lot of things about my beat making, my sound, my craft, all from those 30 days. And what I've noticed from this is I need to kind of double down on this. This is one of those things. That's why I have even like I've, I'm getting ready to do the new one. I've, when I put the phone down now, I'm literally walking into studio to go and make, to go and start up on the next 30 day beat um, challenge because I, I've seen the the benefit of the constant small work, the work ethic and how it continues and it's infectious. The next person is going to come by and be like, hey, that looks like a nice idea. Let me try it as well. And that's perfect for me as well because all it means is that productivity just be getting more productivity, which is perfect. I I like to see when, you know, people actually doing work when people are putting in time and effort to improve themselves. That makes me happy. I'm weird like that. So as far as possible. Look for all the opportunities you can, all the big opportunities you can, but please, please, please do not neglect the daily work, the small activities, the small components that are eventually going to lead to the big results.